We're going to go more in detail of one of the um, short things we did, I think, before this one or a couple back or whatever. In fact, it was, I think, just the one before. And this will put a lot more to our meeting with God. And I entitled this, God's Direction for an Encounter with Him. And it's Exodus 34, 1 through 9. And we're going to kind of go like verse by verse, but just lifting out, if I want to have an encounter with God, what are some of the prerequisites for that encounter? Well, the Word of God tells us as he, God spoke to Moses to give him direction for his special time with him. He said, Moses, be ready. So make preparations. Secondly, in the morning. Uh, the morning time with God, we saw that before, but this goes in more detail. The morning time with God is extremely important. Uh, I used to be a night person and uh, wasn't very functional in the morning, but the more I read scripture, in the morning you'll hear my cry, in the morning you'll hear my prayers, all the morning stuff in the Bible. And uh, I saw, well, I need to switch. And that wasn't easy for a night, a night guy to become a morning person. But anyway, I became a morning person. And you can too, to meet God in the morning, fresh in the morning, and get your manna, so to speak, uh, while the dew is still on the ground. And then uh, verse 2 also says, come up. So meeting with God is always an up experience and should be a very anticipated up experience and present yourself. Lord, I'm here and I present myself to God. Then verse three, God said, no one shall come with you. This shall be a personal encounter with him. And uh, so in verse four, Moses cut two stones because he's gonna write on them. And we, we talked about that, that being ready to hear from God is, I need the Word of God, and I need something to write on, because I anticipate that God is going to speak to me. And so Moses rose up early, and he cut the two stones, and he rose up early in the morning, and Moses went up. And as Moses went up, God came down. That's so beautiful. And God stood with him. And God proclaimed, and what he claimed, he was speaking, revealing his character. And the result of Moses learning more about who God was, he bowed down. He bowed down his head. And then Moses worshiped. And there's something about bowing the head before God. I'm bowing my head. You, you see that when um, people meet uh, the king or the queen, they bow down to them, uh, which is sort of acknowledging their position and their importance to you. And then it says, Moses had a conversation with God. That's prayer talking with God, opening your heart out. And then you can't stay on the mountain. 
forever, although it's such a wonderful experience. But Moses wrote down all the words that God gave him. And then he went down. And when he came down, Moses' face shone. And people realized that God's glory had come upon him. And his face shone that he had spent time with the Lord. You know, if you, you don't need to have a facelift. Spend time with God and God will give you a face that reveals that you've spent time with God and that you know God. And then Moses shared with the people what he learned from that time he spent alone with God. And then the scripture said Moses continued the practice of meeting with God, speaking with God, listening to God, responding and sharing his experiences with others. And again, a glowing countenance reveals time spent with the Lord. Um, the result of Moses sharing um, his heart uh, with the people, um, and they were moved to get involved in a serving God in ways that they were all able. Well. Because Moses had an encounter with God and gave, God gave so much to Moses, the people um, were so moved that Moses had to tell them, stop giving, uh, you know, the, the finances to build this because uh, we have enough. See, people that are walking with God and people that love the Lord will not only serve Him, but also make it possible for the service of God to go on. When I pastored my third church, I always wanted to do this, but I knew this church was spiritually able to handle this. I talked to my family about it first, and I said, I want to discontinue offerings, passing the plate. Because God says giving should not be a necessity, uh, but people should give from their hearts. And, you know, and they, they should purpose in their heart what they want to give and not be feeling they have to give because somebody's standing there passing the plate. And uh, I shared it with the, the elders, and they go, oh, that's pretty drastic for our church. And I said, well, my family's agreed that first out of the giving, you need to pay all the bills. That's our testimony in community. Secondly, be sure to fulfill all our commitments to the missionaries we have. Thirdly, if there's enough money left to pay the salary that you have designated for me, do that. But if not, that's fine with us. Uh, we really believe this is what God wants us to do. And we just put a box in the back of the church and just told people that uh, if they wished to give, it was back there. And uh, we had larger 
gifts in that offering box than we ever got with the plate as they were praying to God what do they want them to do and it was such a blessing uh, to us and to the church that people would purpose in their heart before Sunday if they wanted to give something or not and we had some new families were being drawn to our church and they came and one guy came up to me and said well how do you give this thing and I said oh you don't have to give. We're so glad you're here. We want to give to you. We're trusting this church will help you to meet the needs of your family. He says, oh no, I would like to give. And I said, okay, I, we don't make that a big priority or mention it in the service unless it's in scripture where we're going through. But there's a box in the back and if you'd like, you may give there. And we have carried that principle on through our whole ministry. And uh, people, when they're helped here so often, they're so encouraged. So, oh, we really want to give. And I said, why don't you go home and pray about it? And if you'd like to give, send us something. But we want to know. Uh, we were, were sharing what was freely given to us. And we want to freely give it to you. And people have been very um, responsive to that. They're really glad that we don't put a charge on helping them to deal with sin issues in their life. I don't think that's what I want to make money off of, people's sinful problems. Well, the Lord bless you, and I trust this will encourage you to have that morning time and alone time with God. Remember, be prepared to write down what God wants to share with you. And you may be able to share it with your family. You may find that God will give you something that uh, you don't need right then, but something's coming up and God knows that, and he's already prepared you for that, whether it's a, a blessing or, say, a reversal. Uh, we've had those, and God can prepare your heart for those so that you don't lose the, the spiritual edge off your life. Bless you, and I trust these short devotions Maybe it helped you as you seek to walk with the Lord. Bless you for watching.